Hey everybody, it is Trina Unicorn here. This is going to be a very special episode of Sex and Swinging with Trina Unicorn podcast, another DTF story time episode. Hello, Amelia. Hello, hello. Hi, beautiful. We are both here to give our perspectives of the DTF night we just had. I put the vlog on YouTube if you'd like to see it. It is called, um, I think it's called something like we used a Sharpie to count the number of men on her ass. Something like that. Um, yeah which is basically the title of the dtf night right it was like we had a fantastic gangbang scene did we not not with us but we, we did out. oh my god that was so much fun honestly it's one of like my best uh warrior experiences ever and assisting yeah assisting my fun. favorite orgy director and it was a it was a fantastic like I have we have to go from top to bottom like we have an hour we also can speak very very vulgarly here right this is for the podcast um I'm also um you know I'm cash I'm gonna say some blunt shit and like use the dirty words so you feel free to do the same okay awesome uh you two will get merely a clip of this and certainly not a nip slip uh, I'm wearing my orgy director if you're on a podcast you're just gonna have to visually come with me if you mind I'm wearing my orgy director tank top. I wore this to DTF uh, the other night. And uh, when I'm in my orgy director capacity, I am in a, a certain space, headspace. And it's kind of like event management, right? You need resources, you need planning. Sometimes you need, you know, you know, heating and air conditioning. Like you need all these things. So I really like to get into that mindset. And so I knew in advance going into DTF that I was running a scene. And so I knew I was up for this, right? So let's walk through the whole DTF night. Now, we have a lot of friends who, who go to the club with us. Uh, Fez and Terry were there. Basically, I went to the candy shop in advance, and I picked up some, like, you know, Smarties and, like, you know, gummies and everything. Oh, Smarties. I'm going to go and nibble some right in your ear soon. Um, anyway, Thank you for that. Yeah, that was so yummy. So anyways, we go to the club, and, you know, things kind of go really quickly. Um, I end up, you know, showing up and having my time with Fez, you know, kind of really early before everyone showed up. After that, uh, I reconnected with Amelia and got to hear her get fucked in every single room of the club, I swear to God. Like, first it was in the Shagger Driver room, and then it was in the other black room. And I was like, that's my friend. That's my friend. You know? <laughs> it was really, really awesome. Because I was also having sex in one of the rooms, and I could hear you, too. That was just like, it was just so cool, right? So, yeah, so we all have our own storylines. And so uh, we're going to talk about Amelia's storyline tonight, uh, as well as, as the big gangbang that we ran, because that is the highlight of this DTF for us. And uh, it deserves a lot of coverage. Are you ready? I'm ready. Can we practice being vulgar bitches? Fuck shit, dick, pussy. Uh, Okay, here we go. So DTF night, just for anybody who is a new listener, it is a night for women who like to fuck multiple men. It is a gangbang theme night. If you're a guy and you're looking for a hug and a kiss after sex, that's not the night for you, okay? Your dick is going to be really important for, you know, how much experience you get, whether you can get hard, whether you can use a condom. It's going to determine how successful you are in a night like this. But if you can get those things down, you can technically fuck a lot of women in a, state, in a certain night. You could go from one room to one room and, and ask for a turn and get consent and join different scenes. And so it's not just for women who want to fuck multiple men. It's also for men who want to fuck multiple women, even at different times, right? Yep. 
And so it's basically a free for all kind of night in a certain sense. Uh, consent is always still required and everything, right? But it's just more intense. There's a lot more men to women. Like this time there was definitely a shortage of women, but uh, not a shortage of fun, that's for sure. Um, so tell, why don't you tell the storyline of your, your start to the night and then we'll weave into the big gang guy. Perfect. So I was meeting one of my friends there. Uh, I play with him. He's gay. And so he decided to go a little early, uh, cause usually we go later. Uh, so I met him, uh, early and, um, we just like started around, started talking and then we found this lovely gentleman. Um, and then we both started talking to him how and then he said, like, how did you, how, how did you tell more? Okay. So, uh, you know how like the, where the locker room is, like, we're just kind of standing there and, um, we noticed him. He was already undressed. We were getting undressed and we started talking to him and we're just like, how are you? You know, how are things? He's talking about the pool. He had just got out of the pool and, um, you know, how's your night? He's like, I've been here a little bit. I've just been hanging out in the pool. Uh, he hasn't played yet. And then, um, my friend and I have the same taste in men, which is great. Uh, so we like to share men together. I like to share men, just to be clear, right? Sorry. You and a male friend, right? Yeah. Me and a male friend. Let's going to, we're going to call him N because that's what his name starts with. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we like to, and we have the same taste, which is great. You know, we just kind of look at each other, which is funny. We just vibed. I met him at the club a couple uh, months ago and then we'll start chatting up a lovely gentleman and then we'll go from there. So we start talking to him, just saying, how is his night? You know, how are things? How's the pool? And then we asked him what he's into and he said he's bi. And then we both said, we're bi. And we asked if he was interested in playing. He said, yes. Um, so then, uh, we all got a drink together and we went upstairs. We played in the red room with the porno and the little tub seat thingy. Um, it was, it was good. Uh, he, we talked about boundaries first because, you know, we kind of like, we haven't seen him there before. And then we played together. And then he said, uh, he's not, uh, into kissing. So we're like, okay. And then, um, so we just, because it was about him kind of, and we're sharing him, me and my friend. So he was in the middle and then we both started doing stuff um, like, you know, touching him, he's touching us, uh, touching me, touching my friend. And then we had sex uh, top first for a little bit and then doggy style. And then my friend was able to enjoy him too. And, uh, and then we just like kind of, we're done um he was like thank you so much it was awesome meeting you guys uh he's from washington he's just visiting um and so we had a good time with him and then um we're still a little hungry so (laughs) uh we started walking around again and then i I think i saw you too at this point you know i saw you in the room and you know i said hi to you i saw you when you first came right you were getting undressed um and then so I was walking around with my friend uh we saw this other gentleman that me and him both liked and we started talking to him Uh, I can't remember how we were just um we saw him like I think in the bar area 
And what we do is like, we just make eye contact and we're like, this guy, this guy. Yeah. Okay. This guy. So (laughs) I know we tag team. So my friend's uh, kink is straight, man. That's the funny thing. So he's like, okay, you hook. And then, you know, we'll do stuff together. Like as in hook and stinker or whatever. I don't know what the term is. So So funny. (laughs) Um, And then, or you know what he'll do is he'll start talking to somebody. And then he'll be like, hey, you want to play with my friend? And then, like, I'll show up. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll start playing. (laughs) So, and then this other gentleman, we're going to call him Jay, uh, a lovely Moroccan man. We're just talking. And then he's like, I'm mostly into uh, women. But he's like, I'm open to new experiences. He's like, I've never done anything with a guy before. So then we started off... um, I think we started off in the van room and then we're all doing stuff. Uh, we're all kissing. We're, so at first, like the scene kind of like started with just me doing stuff with him. And then I'm also making out with my friend and like, they're both sucking on my boobs on my tits. And like, they're both fingering me. <laughs> wow. And then like, you like, I kind of like that. I think it's my thing. I like being in the middle and then two guys on the side because last time that's what happened too. You know, it was the two friends and then I, I was just having a good time and it wasn't planned. Yeah. So yeah. then, um, and then we just started doing stuff. So we had a good time there. And that guy, Jay, is really good at making me squirt. Like, and so I'm normally not loud. I don't think I'm loud. And I normally don't don't squirt either. Like I can't make myself squirt, you know. Yeah. So I I feel like the man know like knows what to do, and then I can, like they make me squirt. You know what I mean? And it's not everybody. And I'll, I only realized that I'm a squirter since I started coming to the club. Wow. And I didn't even know what squirting was. I I was like thought it was like actual like just pee, and people are saying, oh, it's like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I've learned a lot since going to the club. So then uh, he's making me squirt. It's all wet. And then like, okay. And then we have sex in that room. Then we move to another room. I can't even remember what move, a room we moved to. I think we moved to the the room across of the room, like with the mirrors. Oh, like, you know, as soon as you okay. enter onto the I left. You really did fuck in almost every room, didn't you? I did. I did. <laughs> Everyone has different goals, Amelia. Everyone has different goals. <laughs> um, it was DTF. I you know, know what I mean? Cool. Right? Yeah, so, cool. and then, so we had sex in that room, the three of us. And it was good. It was great. He, uh, it was really cute. It was very sensual and rough at the same time. So he would like, he, I was like, dog, I'm like, how do you want me? He, he's, I'm like, doggy style. He's like, no, I want to see you. I want to look at you. And I was like, okay, like, that's cool, right? And then, uh, so, like, he's, like, aggressively, like, really pounding me fucking hard. And it felt good. Like, I feel like I felt in my throat. Like, it was just, like, (laughs) so, so high up, you know? Yeah. And, like, I'm, like, just, like, squished. And, like, it just feels this beautiful sensation in my body. Uh, And my friend's holding my legs. And then my friend's like on the floor, like playing with the with his dick, like sucking or like not sucking, playing with his balls while he's fucking me. Mm. Wow. And um, so we were there then. And then he was 
after like we had sex, uh, he made me squirt again. And then I was covered. Like I'm covered in sweat and I'm covered in like my squirt, you know, like, and then, wow. so then we like, we fucked for a while there, like just like beautifully, you know, just amazing. It felt great. Um, and then we're like, okay, let, we took a break and we're all just lying down together, like kind of cuddling. And then we're like, okay, let's go, like, let's go get cleaned up or, you know, like, let's just, so first we're like, okay, let's go to take a shower. Like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to the pool. <laughs> I, remember, I remember that. I was like, you dirty girl. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you don't want to, like, if you're doing stuff with somebody else, you want to kind of clean up, you know, in between, right? Well, like, you, that's just... that you would get at least a shower in between women or, or, you know, but maybe sometimes that's too much to ask. You know, I guess it's just, I would want that. I wouldn't want to suck a dick that had just had some latex flavored, you know, you know, crusty shit on it because of like recent sex, right? Like, I, I'm like, no, if a guy showed up and tried to put that in my mouth, I'd be like, you dick. You know, yeah. not a good way. I, oh, I feel you. Very so, part point, right? You should potentially, you know, try to always at least wash between partners. Yeah, I agree. I think it's courtesy, right? Like uh, I would yeah. want that, so I would do that for somebody else. I would too. Yes, I would. Right. Too. I would um, want a dick that was clean. Yeah. And then, so it's kind of cute. Like, you know how? Okay, you go to the club, you do something with somebody, and then you're like, you know, you had a good time with them. You say thank you. I had fun. You know. And then you kind of move on, right? Yeah. So then uh, this lovely gentleman just was like kind of hanging out with us, like me and my friend. And so uh, then we all went into the pool together to just like, you know, clean off or whatever. And then uh, stuff started in the pool. Like then uh, he's touching me. My friend is touching him. Then the three of us start kissing. We're touching each other. And then we're like, okay, let's go back upstairs. So then we go back upstairs and I think that's when we ended up in another room. Uh, we had more sex. Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. Like we had sex upstairs. So um, straight men, did you guys pick up for by male experiences? Well, one, because okay. so I had sex with two men. Yeah. So one was the bi man at the beginning of the night. And then the second man said he wasn't bi at all, but he was open to experiences. And did he play with the guy? Yeah, he played. He let my friend suck his dick. He kissed him. He fingered him. Interesting. Um, cool. It's all about experimentation, right? And I'm happy that people are open. Yeah. Right? I think, honestly, it's hard for gay guys. Um, and that bi guy at the beginning of the night, he was just like, is it okay if gay guys do stuff here? Is it okay if we kiss? Is it okay if I touch him? I'm like, uh, which is really kind of cute because he's from Washington and then he's like we're gay stuff is not very open oh so that must have been what quite the experience for him and that's what he like he was like you sure I'm allowed to kiss him I'm like we're like yeah it's a sex club dude you could do whatever you want wow and then uh he, like he was like I'm, I'm very excited about anal sex but he was like like I'm a little shy you know uh because my friend's a bottom and that guy was a top okay what does that mean the bottom means i like to they like to receive yeah and i believe the top means they like to give okay gotcha so uh he was in switches are there switches i think there there can be i don't know too much about that to be honest with you okay we were just like 
kind of surprised because we take it for granted, right? Like we could do anything at the club yeah. sexually. Yeah, true, right? Yeah. And then, uh, so he was asked, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? Like, is it okay if I touch him? Can I, is it okay if I make out with them? We're like, dude, it's fine. You know? I hope he had a great time though because he must have felt so liberated. And- I hope so too. Like, he had an experience with us and yeah. you know maybe hopefully he did with other people too yeah. uh you know now that he knew like the sex club rules like you know it doesn't matter gender you could do whatever you want yeah right as long as there's consenting adults exactly yeah. and you know what's funny is that i just had came from the bathroom so at the back of the bathroom doors i really like all it says all the rules mm-hmm. you know how it says like don't shame anybody like uh, yes. i think the best way you say it is somebody else's yum or no somebody else's don't yum yuck is some- somebody else's yum is don't yuck somebody else's yum yeah you say it perfectly i heard that from oasis aqua lounge yeah did you really <laughs> credit do yeah no i think it's a perfect way to say it because you know that. what yeah yeah it, if that's what you like that's what you like that's your thing so I, that's what I was telling that guy too. I was like, you know what? What's funny is that I just came from the bathroom and I was reading that thing saying like, you know, your kink is your kink. When this place is a judgment-free zone. Yeah. Exactly. So so enjoy, do whatever you want. Then like we we were in the red room. Then so we did stuff with the straight guy, and we just kind of like my friend uh, came early and he wanted to leave early. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was going to leave too, remember? I was telling I you like... remember that, yeah. Uh, so my... Oh, you can't go. Yeah. And then, uh, so we had a good time with that gentleman. And that gentleman left. Um, like, uh, we saw him leaving. He just went downstairs, got dressed. He's like, it's late. So he left. And then my friend left too. And then we were hanging out in the, in the lounge area. Mm-hmm. Upstairs in that red room. <clears throat> right that's where you pulled out our beautiful your beautiful snacks oh yes we had candy and yeah and we met a lovely gentleman too that hung out with us yes i was hanging out with a guy who we shared in common and a want to not fuck a bunch of random strangers and so it was so comforting to sit with a guy who was so almost like i would say happy about the fact that both him and i we're going to just be friendly and flirty. We weren't going to make each other feel uncomfortable. We weren't going to like, you know, I wasn't going to grab his dick prematurely. And like, it felt good for me. It felt good that a guy stuck around knowing I wasn't going to fuck him. But also, I think I still might want to like have more. Like if I see him again, I would love to like see what happens because I built a little bit of a connection now. So it's like, that's what I mean. As a, as a demisexual, that's all I, that's what I need. You know what? You know what I need? I need to vet men in a sense to make sure that I feel good through the experience. If I'm going to have sex with a man and then feel bad on the other side of it for whatever reason, right? Sometimes, you know, people kind of can, can show you who they are in the middle of the scene or bad smells or things and you're, you regret it as soon as something, you know, the feeling when you something like that. that. For me, I just want to have good experiences through and through. I want to know that on the other side of sex, a guy is going to still offer me water and like give a shit, you know, about me. And I think, uh, that's why I like to get to know people because it's harder for, for, in my opinion, maybe not impossible, but harder for, for people to just treat pe- me, 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 me like that. If they get to know me and I'm a human, right? Like, you know, my humanity shows kind of thing. Now all I can think about is that fucking candy because we talked about it and I just smoked a joint. 
And I'm like, damn it, I know exactly where it is. Like, I'm like, they go get it. I know when I'm filming, I'm filming a podcast. <laughs> um, so you know what? That guy was very nice, honestly. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was cute. He was nice. And I love flirting with you. Yeah, I love flirting. Flirting's fun. When, like, I know that we were in a Sedco on DTF night, but I am thrilled that I got to flirt with a guy. Like, I was like, I'm just a different kind of girl, I guess. I just have a little bit more, um, sex for me just comes in, you know, uh, less of a, a package of anonymity. It's just like, I, I have experiences with people, their souls, yeah. like, you know, so anyways, um, yeah, so let's move on. So you had a spectacular night. I remember hearing you have to have sex all over the club. <laughs> and uh, then I forgot to mention earlier, we did run into Mr. and Miss Jyla Valentine. Oh, yeah, I forgot and, about that. Sorry. Yeah. And if anyone doesn't uh, know them, you can click on the playlist called Starring Jyla Valentine. They are a couple who is um, mostly monogamous, except they fuck other people, but together always. Uh, anyways, they have been off the scene for a little bit, but they were at DTF uh, that night. And they, she took a lot of men and I was allowed to have a front row seat. So I was literally like up front, like literally staring with glee, watching her in her element, take all these men. And it was a joy to watch as always. Do you remember that? Were you there for that? I do remember. I was in the room opposite and I saw a huge crowd in that room. So yeah. So I was yeah. not directing. I was just laying there watching and it was a thrilling thing to watch. Uh, I got such a good front row seat. Right. Um, so she was such a happy slut. Like she was like greeting every guy so well. I know Fez wanted to have to fuck her. And so he got to have a chance to do that. You know, when guys like get an idea about a girl they want to experience and she shows up, it's like a big, it's a fun DTF night. Right. So it was nice to see people really excited and get their night that they wanted. Right. Yep. So that was really exciting for everybody. Okay, then let's fast forward. So basically we were upstairs. I had made prior plans to meet up with a girl. Now I'm not going to out her name here, but uh, I'll call her like the blue haired goddess. Um, but basically she is a staff member there that's also kind of a friend and she had expressed interest. And maybe one day when she's not working on a DTF night, actually experiencing her own kind of scene. And so the stars kind of aligned for us. And I said, I'd be happy to help. And so I was excited. And so we were, I was kind of waiting around the club a little bit uh, for her. I had asked around, had anyone seen her? And uh, I had hope. Like I had, I, I was still, I wasn't going to go home, even though I was like, if she wasn't going to come, I would have went home early. But otherwise I was going to hold it out. And so I remember when she showed up and I was like, so excited. Cause I was like, oh my God, this is really happening. It's so fun. So we were in the red room. Now, this is a fun part of DTF that I like to talk about. We were upstairs waiting for uh, the blue-haired goddess to show up, right? And basically, there were some of us, and there was all sorts of single men amongst us, okay? Holding their dicks or not. They were, you know, all, we were on the third floor of a sex club where all the sex happens. And I was not there to fuck people. You weren't there to fuck we were We were there to just chill, wait for our friend, right? And I remember that I was talking to you and Terry and, uh, you know, you guys yep. trying to find a match or something in the club. It's hard when there's so many single men and they all, yeah, they all look different or whatever, but you don't have a lot to go off of. You just have looks for the most part, right? Yeah. Yep. So I remember saying to you guys, well, let me help. Like, let me see if I can like make, you know, get to know them a little bit. And yeah. so we, we do that. So the three, we go and we sit in the red room. And then I literally start talking to the whole crowd at once and said, 
Does anyone want to play a game while we don't fuck? <laughs> you remember that? Yep. Because I wanted to be clear that like I wasn't trying to fuck people, but I was like willing to entertain them. And so yeah, so like you know, they kind of formed a little bit of a circle, and then I would do the intrusive question game, which is you know coming up with a question like what was the last porn you watched, or what's something you're looking forward to in sex next, or what's something you're good at in sex. So we ask these questions and we go in a circle. And what I really liked is that there's so much diversity in the people who come to these events. And so when I ask the question of like what's something sexual that you like really look forward to doing next. Some of them were like eating pussy. Some were like, I, I want to fuck, you know, some were I want to hold hands. I remember a guy saying he wanted to hold hands. And I was like, I was surprised. I was shocked. Yeah, me too. And then another guy said that he wanted a, a sensual night, not like an aggressive night. And, and it was so refreshing to hear the honesty that just because everybody's standing around in the same pool of men doesn't mean they're all looking for the same thing. And what's really interesting is in the women I was with, we all wanted some, something different too. And so I know Terry wanted more of a, a non, like a non crazy intense night. She wanted more of a sensual thing. And so basically through the intrusive question game, we had identified someone who might be a good match and we invited him to come and sit beside her. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we kept playing the game and it was just so fun. And so I've decided to coin a term on this podcast for what we do when we play the intrusive question game. Okay. What are you going to call it? The circle jerk of intimacy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I was like, would you like to join our circle jerk of intimacy? Um, and, oh, I can't even pull it. I can't even pull it. <laughs> <laughs> for YouTube. <laughs> this is YouTube. It's no it's more podcast but sometimes I take clips for YouTube right okay good yeah so uh so anyway so I was having fun entertaining these guys they looked like they were enjoying the conversation right it was it was entertaining otherwise the guys would just walk from room to room looking for a girl that would hopefully want to fuck them right like it was just like that kind of vibe so I felt that it was so fun to see everyone interact as a group even the guys socializing with the guys right like it's like it's okay, even if you're also here looking for fucking, you can still be friendly, you know? Also, I like that you did, um, when we're sitting together, you did the touch thing, because that's yeah. when the your friend was flirting with you, touching you, and then you were touching me, and then I was touching Terry, and then Terry's touching her friend, S. Yeah, so what I did is, because I know that Terry and the guy were sitting beside each other, but now not touching, I can imagine the awkward moments between them. And so I said, okay, can we do a, uh, you know, can we do the touch, you know, thing, or what did I call it, the, oh, the touch, break the touch barrier. And you're like, what's that? And it means that you touch somebody on the arm or somewhere non-threatening, right, leg or arm. And you basically consent and you touch someone and you, once you've touched somebody the first time, it is so much easier to do anything else. Right. And so it's, and that was so cute because then I saw the guy touching their arm and she, you know, so I like to see people participate because I, I know what I'm doing, but it sometimes feels silly. Right. And they didn't stop touching. Yeah. Really? Did they say touching the whole time? Yeah, and then they moved when uh, your the scene started. They moved. They moved to another room to do stuff. I know. I asked uh, Fez about that, and he said that they she gave him a blowjob, so at least they got some fun in there. Um, but yeah, so that was great. That was a success. That was a match matchmaker, you know, success. And the touching helps people. It helps cross that awkward barrier. Um, and so that's what I like to do, and, and it gives me fulfillment to help people even just understand. 
uh, how the, the, you know, when you're on a date with somebody, do you know how you can quickly disarm somebody? Well, with consent, ask to touch their arm. Oh, because they will know if that's a good touch or a bad touch quickly. And no, I love, I honestly, when you started talking about it, I was like, okay, let's see. But then you're right. Once you break that barrier, yeah. right. It's easier. And I like, I love that you have all this info and you did it because honestly, that guy started flirting more with you. Yeah. And he was touching you even more too, even after we stopped, you know, touching each other. I know. And so I didn't know if I should keep going. And then, then at one point he kept touching and I did, and I felt like I was guilty. And so like, it was one of those things. But I was like, should I? But like, I, I thought he was a great guy. I, I hope to see him again. Um, yes. But basically then um, Miss, Miss Blue Haired Goddess showed up while we were all doing this. And so we were thrilled, right? So we Mm -hmm. we sit her down and I asked her if she's comfortable going over the requirements of the gangbang. She says, sure. And, you know, anyways, so um, we're in a little bit of a circle and I asked her, you know, what are you, what are you looking for? How do you want to feel underneath these men? And she said, first of all, that she didn't want the men to talk to her at all and that she didn't want to talk to them, but she just wanted to talk to me. And I was like, okay. And she's like, that meant like, even if they had a question for her, they were to ask me and I was to ask her. And I was like, interesting. I've never been asked that before, but I was like, totally down with it. Okay. Then she would say, you know, how, how does she want to feel? How, where does, does she like ass slap? Does she like choking? Does she like hair pulling? What does she like? She said she like nibbles on her skin, right? She was so helpful with being able to describe the things that she wanted that it was so easy to give to her. She wanted the hands on her at all times kind of thing. So basically, once we got, you know, 90% of the requirements down, you were sitting beside me. And I said, I remember saying, can you help remember some of this shit, man? Yeah. Um, and then I was also the one picking the men. So I was completely in charge. And so I basically started talking to the group of men and I would communicate the onboarding process if anybody wanted to participate. And I would say, you don't talk to her. You talk to me, you know, careful of the nipples. She's a little sensitive. You know, like I would give them the lowdown and they would nod and like give me the kids and they'd go in. Um, and it was, it was a good feeling because I was being like a coach talking to a player going in, you know, it was like a fun dynamic for me. And then I would walk around, this is in the red room, orgy room, by the way. And I would walk around these men all over my friend and be like, oh, good job. Oh, I see lots of hands on her. That's good. Like you heard that, right? Like that's positive. Yep that's making them be reassured that what they're doing is wanted right and uh yeah so it was really good and then we did have some times where we didn't have enough men that were ready and so I would call in you know some old faithfuls which we had two men that kind of stood out in the crowd as being reliable dick right uh yeah we would call them in at a moment's notice one of them was Fez and the other one was a guy that I never got his name, but I remember telling the blue haired goddess, I turned to her, I said, look at him and, and remember his face because you're going to want to fuck him again, <laughs> you know, when, when, you, when you are not in a gangbang situation. So, yeah, so basically I was in charge of making sure that she had a, a Sharpie. She wanted to have a Sharpie on her ass. Every time she fucked a new man, she wanted a, a line. And then if she fucked the same man more than once, we would put a line but on the other cheek because we wanted to keep the data separate. And so you were the most perfect assistant. You had her bottle of lube in one hand, the Sharpie in the other, and a bottle of water. And you just kept rotating between the three things what was needed. Thank you for um, giving me that opportunity, that experience. 
um, I wanted, like, it just felt amazing being your assistant. Uh, I, you know, I was like, yeah, I got to remember what she likes. I remember saying a couple of times, not her nipples, not her nipples, not yeah. her nipples, you know? Yeah. Um, because she, she said her, um, they're pierced and, you know, they're just a little sensitive. Um, and lube, you know, yeah. like lube, she brought her own lube, which is great. She, you know, she was saying that. And then, so anytime anybody went in after a certain time, I'd always put lube or give them lube in their hand or on their dick, uh, water, you know, she'd stop, she'd look over. Um, it was my water. So I was like, Hey, are you okay with sharing my water? She's like, yeah, totally. I'm like, yeah. So I was sharing water with her. And what's funny is that one time at one, this, I won't forget these things. Like, so at one, uh, like, I think in the middle, um, she was like, I need more lube. So I put lube on my hand and I put it on her. <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, that feels so good. And then, yeah. and then every, like, they're like, oh, it's that girl. And then everybody <laughs> started laughing and she starts laughing too. She's like, that felt so good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So it's just funny. Like, I think women also know what we like, what we, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. And she the was anatomy. Right. She was a and- sexy woman. I would have wanted my turn to you know she was another day maybe but like she was there for a certain fantasy but she had a gorgeous figure the men were so you know you know lucky she had this beautiful inviting you know aura about her so yeah it was uh it was fantastic and she accomplished she wanted double digits she said she wanted double digit men and she did she had at least 10 new men and she definitely fucked the same men at least three or four times on the other cheek even if she, she did amazing right down of one or two because i'm telling you that woman took a lot of dick she sucked a she, lot of dick. she took a lot of dick in her pussy yeah she looked amazing she yeah. has great energy she's uh an amazing person she was very like the whole experience was very positive she was very nice to all the men you know the men were nice to her yeah. um you did a great job you made sure you know um it was it was amazing I like I forgot about myself like I just I was like I gotta have a job I have to be an assistant you know yeah and it was so hot to watch it me too I really love it's very fulfilling it's it's I don't even need to be involved in the scene like I remember at one point um I think Fez was part of this he was part of the scene a lot um but he was fucking her and at one point I was touching his back and stuff because I know that he likes that but other than that I I didn't touch anyone like I was just there to communicate needs and whatever so it was really fun I know what one of my favorite parts was that I was able to pick men who maybe otherwise don't get picked a lot like there was people who looked really surprised to be given the opportunity and so it kind of made me happy because I was also a safe, you know, choice. I wasn't going to hurt their feelings. I was going to be gentle with them, even if their, their dick didn't get hard, you know, like I was not going to just reject them. So it felt me, it felt good. At one point we had a sidebar of men that you were like, do we need to clear out? Cause we were getting so full. And I was like, no, not yet. Because I was like, Hey, if they needed another moment to get their dick harder or another time, you know, to get, you know, get it back. I wasn't about to kick them out. Like I was like, no, no, no. You move to the side. We'll have another guy come in who's ready. So it was really nicely done. It was diplomatically done. I remember- you know what you're doing. Honestly, you took uh, into consideration everybody's feelings. Um, it, yeah, feelings are still there, even in a gangbang. Yeah. You could feel rejected. You could feel embarrassed. You could feel inadequate. These are real feelings, brother. Yeah. You know, you you know the person or not. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for being really cool about that because like we're women, we know how it is. We we have 
more emotions, more feelings. So you didn't make anybody feel anything. You get your equal opportunity. You're like, you have a hard dick. Let's go. Okay. You know what? If it's not, how about you massage her? Maybe take a minute. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So you're, yeah. you're amazing at what you do. You oh. miss orgy director. Thank you. Well, I really like it. And I've got to say that I do it for friends and friends of friends. For the most part, I don't do it for strangers now because I did find I didn't enjoy it as much when I didn't know the person and they also didn't seem to be as invested back. Yeah. And so I just, I hadn't done a scene in a while. And so this scene for me was getting my feet back into the game and like really liking that she trusted me with that, you know, yeah. like I really felt honored at the end. I gave her a hug at the end. I was so happy for her that she had to, the night that she wanted you know, and I helped. I remember I was constantly going around saying, I don't see hands on her. I would see these men with their hands by their sides and her back completely empty. And I was like, guys, I don't see your hands on her. Like, like, let's, you know, can we keep massaging her? Um, and so it was good. I was needed the whole time. If I had stepped away for 10, for five minutes, it would have been an issue. Like I felt like there was somebody who needed to be like overseeing. And I even said to you at one point, can you just keep an eye on the condom situation? Cause I was like, oh, yeah and we were right yeah oh yeah teamwork and that was fantastic teamwork I didn't have to also be the loop girl as well as the girl who was like (laughs) getting the needs and like you know getting (laughs) it was time to get some help and I really appreciated that I also know that it was also fulfilling for me on the friend side because I know Fed specifically was like a fan of, of this specific girl and he had been looking forward to it and he did a good job, right? And, and that's all he wanted to do was, you know, have his day of, you know, fun with his beautiful goddess girl. So it was fun as a friend to see him have the night that he wanted as well. And uh, and she definitely got a good impression of him. So that's great. Um, I think she had a great time. I mean, it was one of those warm and fuzzy feel good moments after that. Like when I was in the Uber home and coming home, I just, I smoked a joint when I come home and I was in this happy place of like, I can't believe this went down so well. Like it was a warm and fuzzy feeling. I remember giving one of the guys a hugs because one of the guys who participated was a a subscriber to my fan page that had renewed for six months. Like he's like, look, I'm a fan. I've renewed for six months in advance. And so he was one of the guys that was participating as well as another uh, one or two YouTube viewers who had introduced themselves to me. And I've got to say, it stood out. When I'm looking at a group of men and looking about who's going to be invited in, and I know that that guy's watched my shit and that, you know, it matters. I can't, I can't understate it. It matters. If you find me in the club and you've seen my stuff and you like my stuff, say so, you know, you know, it can have, it can help you. I'm a matchmaker. It can help. So is there anything else about the gangland that I might have missed? It was perfect in my eyes. Everybody was uh, really nice. All the men were very nice, right? They were working as a team, to be honest with you. Yeah, they would rotate. I would be like, hey, it's like rotate. It's like um, uh, musical chairs because they would mm-hmm. all move at the same time counterclockwise. <laughs> like, it was so funny. Yeah, which was very nice to see that they were working as yeah. a team. And I saw some high-fiving. I saw some fist bumping amongst the guys. There's some camaraderie in that situation, especially when it's a diplomatically run situation. It's not that intense. Meaning it's going to be intense because it's a gangbang, but I don't think anyone in that room felt that they were going to be ostracized, right? Or anything. No, it wasn't a competition. Mm. It was like, okay, this is how she likes it. Or 
um you know like massaging her feet taking turns doing stuff yeah um and they were listening honestly we didn't have to repeat ourselves right uh well, if it was had, somebody new we getting new men i had to keep saying yeah them, yeah but not because they weren't listening yeah yeah it's true so i was really shocked with uh like it's kind of my first assisting right like i would either watch from afar or from close or yep. like i've taken part in right yeah. so it was really nice like to just see how it just everything was so smooth and so nice and even when there weren't hard dicks like we were doing other things right yeah her. somebody went down on her exactly like there was right? other, like people had fingers like I, I i regret it at some point not recommending people finger her more because mm-hmm. she should not have had no nothing in her pussy at any time and we did have a few gaps of time that i was like as the event manager so to speak being i was aware of the you know problem and that's why sometimes i would call in fed because he has a hard dick all the time so i'd be like come stick it in and he would and he would be, he did a good job right you need pinch hitters you need people who you could be like you know, and I did say to her when I said I was running the scene is I do start with like a, a certain person or something like I start to set a tone the right way. I said, if you let um, a strange man come in and set a tone, you might fumble around and the guys beside him don't know what, what to do any different. I said, but you know, I, this guy here specifically, I talked about Fez, knew exactly what to do. He was listening to all the requirements. He started it off. And I, and I said, I, I know as, a, as an orgy director, it's important to get off on the right foot. So I agree because she wanted it nice and slow. She wanted it rough in general. Yeah. But she wanted to be eased into it and nice and slow. And I'm happy that uh, Fez was there when she was saying all her requirements of what she needed. So he knew for sure. And you're right. Yeah. You had him in your pocket. So yeah. it was great. And then I, for sure, I think um, him and two other guys were the guys that had like were good you know performers oh, yeah. and they were the ones that did more like you know had sex with her more than once and they did a fantastic job each and every they time they did so. honestly everybody did at right? one point i went around and put my arms on her shoulder and shoved her against the men fucking her so that they would get in deeper i remember literally also massaging her random foot that was in the air because that was close to me and i didn't want to you know feel bored like i was like let me be useful this me too this woman was having, let's just put, put yourself in her shoes. Okay. We, we were not her, but she had maybe four men at a time with their hands touching her body, you know, at all times, basically people massaging her feet while she's getting penetrated. Like how cool would that have felt? You know, can I tell you something after watching that? I was like, maybe, right. I know. Maybe one day, maybe soon, you know, right uh, <laughs> i'm the best resource ever you right and i enjoy it i enjoy helping people have these fantastic crazy nights because i even said to her as she was leaving i said you know all those guys are gonna jerk off to that for like ever you know that right like it's so true like maybe she wouldn't have thought about that but I, i'm like these guys were part of something fun a hot girl a nice girl right and so they're going to go home and be like, holy shit, that was so cool. You know, and like, I hope that she gets joy out of that too, you know? But even me, dude, I didn't even do anything with her. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. Me too. You know, that's like, that's one of my, like, 
amazing experiences to watch at, at Oasis. And you feel the euphoria too, in a way, right? Like it's, it's, that's why I walk out of those things with the same beaming smile because it looks like I just had sex, but I, I was just part of someone else's fantastic sex, you know? How long do you think that went on? Do you think it was an hour and a half? It was hours, man, because I left at like 2.30. The vlog is on YouTube, but I, I got there at eight, man. And I left at 2.30 in the morning and we started the gangbang, I would say around midnight. So yeah, it because I left at two. Hours. And you guys were still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She did a great job. She was a joy to work with. I would do that again. But if she wanted to do an orgy, I'd throw in some women, <laughs> you know? Because yeah. Totally yeah, here, here. <laughs> right? yeah. Like, does the director pick me. Pick me. <laughs> pick me, pick me. I know. I totally understand. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, it was one of those really feel good in the, in the soul moments for me to feel like I helped a girl, you know, have a great safe experience that I got to see my friend perform well in a scene that was like his dream, you know, like I really got to see my friend on the side being a good assistant and absorbing it. I got to see the, the guy in between us who wasn't ready to fuck a bunch of women be invited to see front row, how this all went down and feel no pressure. He had a great night. It was just like for as an empath, as somebody who feels energy, I, I'm like having an orgasm of other people's good feelings. Okay. Same. <laughs> That's great. I had an orgasm of some other sort. <laughs> yeah. It felt it 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 was an an amazing experience. Yeah, it was pretty I hope for her it was pretty memorable. I did reach out today, even though two days later with her just to check in. Because aftercare is something important in sex, even if I didn't actually fuck this woman. I was a part of an, an intense and extreme scene and it. I want to check in on her, make sure she knows she's still thought about it, if she has any questions or follow up. Right. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes you just need to make sure people don't don't have a crash on the other side of something and, and think, oh, you know, I regret. And that, that doesn't usually happen. But you can no. still check in on someone and say, how are you still feeling about that? You know, so and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, Aftercare I, is very, very, very important. It is. Aftercare is very important. Um, even you know, even as a director, I would say aftercare is important with the people I'm helping, not the men so much if they're just participating, but in a way, some of the men that were participating in the gangbang were, were my, were my friends or acquaintances or, or fans. And I would talk to them separately one-on-one -on -one and give them advice, right? Like I was, I was there to help them succeed too. And if they wanted to eat a girl out, I would, you know, make, oh, why don't you eat her out? Like I would help them accomplish their goals too. And so that's what I really liked is I'm multitasking people's needs and wants in a sex club, but also playing the match game. It's yeah. so fun because it's like, oh, ding, ding, ding. He wants a sensual blowjob. She likes giving sensual blowjobs. We've got a match. Like it was, yeah. you know, it was so fun. And I've got to emphasize the part that I, I think shocked me, but also didn't shock me was when we asked the group of people and, and a DTF night upstairs, what they really wanted half of them really wanted sensual experiences and, and, you know, they, they weren't there necessarily to have, I don't think anyone answered gangbang. No one said I was here to fucking in a gangbang. I think they also just have, you know, their own wants and maybe a gangbang is really intense. Maybe they just come to have sex with one girl and feel special too. Like, and I guess it's just one of those things where until we all get brave enough to say out loud in front of, you know, the world, what we actually want, how are we ever going to match with it? How are we ever going to find it? I agree. You know? uh, I don't think anybody said gangbang. You're right. Because we were talking to a lot of men. And it was just like, it was just regular sex stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. And one of them was hand-holding, one was like cuddling. Yeah, no, it's it's a thing. Um, I will say that I did get a lot of uh, comments on my video. I did a YouTube video with a friend who went to the sex club with me. And she basically um, does these cuddle things where she's like part of a cuddle group on like a, a kink site. And she meets up with people off the internet who want to cuddle. It's literally like a Tinder for cuddling, not sex, right? And it's because not everybody out there is looking for sex. Not everybody out there is looking for a quick fuck. Some people are looking to be held. Human touch, right? With someone who wants to hold them. Right here. I'll sign up for that. And so there's groups out there. You can, you know, Facebook groups, everything. Go and search cuddle groups, cuddle buddies. There's mm-hmm. out there, there's people out there who want things that maybe don't look like they're on the menu. We were in a sex club on DTF night and no one in the room said, I'm here for a gangbang. I want to be here yep. for a gangbang, right? Yep. That wanted to be held, handheld. What girl in that club would expect that? I remember I looked like, cause I was like kind of hidden in the red room. And I was like, who's that hand holding? Like I had to like look and check. Yeah. Cause you're like, uh, I might want to hold a hand. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, it was one of those, I think it was one of my favorite scenes to do. I, I've definitely run a lot of scenes. I can't pick favorites overall, but it was one of the most positive feeling after where I felt that everybody involved, I can't think of even one exception. I think everybody involved, I think had a good night. They were treated with respect and dignity um and you know the men specifically right regardless of how big their penis was regardless if their penis was cooperating with them or not they were always treated with respect and the same genuine smile right and i think uh it made me feel good it made me feel good that's why i do it it was intense you know what i was just watching and i was like i i I could see how people could get nervous and stuff you're surrounded by like other men there's this beautiful woman you know you have to follow some rules, some boundaries, some things, right? Yeah. And then you have to remember that. And then you have to also like make sure your dick is functioning, right? Yeah. And so I I I give real. men lots of credit, you know, yeah. uh, for trying to and putting up their hands saying, let me try to just even, you know, if things aren't working out, to massaging her, to just hanging out, to yep. so um I think everybody did a great job. Yeah, it's true. And I think cock rings are some, one of the most simple sex toys that are underused in the sense of helping men keep erections hard, because I know, um, you know, my own experience, you know, it really makes a difference. It makes a difference if, if you struggle with that. So it's just, there's things out there that if people are struggling, feel free to experiment with these things, see if they work for you. Don't be shy or ashamed. If you're going to get you know, a souped up fucking Cadillac. You can soup up your fucking dick. You know, you can do all the, you know, anyways. All right. I think that covers the the crazy fun DTS story. It goes to show Amelia how fast we, this sex world, crazy, you know, orgy gangbang world becomes normalized for us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I literally was like on a call with someone today and they're like, what's new. And I was like, no, same old. And it's true. Same old. Running yep. a orgy, you know, whatever, running a gang plan, watching my friends fuck, you know, all that jazz. Same old. So, yeah. I saw my neighbors today. I had them over for dinner. Nice. They're like, oh, so it's new and they don't know. What have you been up to? Oh, nothing. Just working, you know. <laughs> yeah. just, just living life, right? Like, can you imagine if I told them? Like, 
And that's why I don't enjoy Vanilla World right now. I don't like Vanilla World to talk about what, what I don't know how to answer when they ask, what did you do on the weekend? Do they really? I don't either. Or do they not want to know? Right. You're you're supposed to say some, you know, culturally appropriate thing. Well, I don't play that fucking game. I'm just going to zip it up and just not tell people what I do and just tell the people who watch my channel what I do instead. I tell them I went out for dinner. They don't need to know what kind of dinner. If Dick was my dinner, or if watching an orgy or assisting an orgy was my dinner. And it goes to show that, you know, you don't know who goes to sex clubs because you you would, you know, you go and you have dinner at someone's house, you have no idea that they what the things they've seen or the things, you know, and it goes to show mm-hmm. we're all normal people. We all have a sexual culture, subculture where we think sex is okay and like you know, it's not this threatening thing. Like you and I have shared sexual partners and we don't even blink an eye at it now, right? Like it's nope. like, as long as they're respectful to both of us and, you know, that kind of stuff, that's, that's yeah. It. so yeah, no, overall, it was, overall it was a good night. Uh, I never go in the pool lately on DTF. I don't even wear bikini bottoms because like, it's so busy on the inside and that's why <laughs> I will say though, and I don't normally like pre-announce like changes to my schedule, but I have really had a lot of fun on DTF and DTF has served a purpose of gangbangs and, and orgies and everything. And it's fun. And once in a while, it's going to be great to go back. But I think for now, I personally am looking for sex that is less of that intense, you know, multi-person a night crowd. I think I'm looking to dial my own sexual experiences back a little bit and see if I can maybe imagine connect with somebody in a more low pressure night. So that's just for me. I might go back once in a while for the spectator, or if I have a specific scene to run, I would love to help people fulfill, you know, my friends fulfill their fantasies, but uh, I'm going to actually shift a little bit in the lifestyle and focus on where I personally thrive. And I thrive with men who, you know, look in my eyes when they're talking to me, you know, you know, you know, get to flirt with me a little bit, get to know me that kind of stuff before we end up, you know, having the other stuff happen. So I'm just saying that I think that the DTF have been fun. You can find a playlist on my YouTube channel called DTF Nights uh, Oasis. And uh, you'll see many, many, many stories of many gangbangs and orgies and all of that. And and I, as much as I hate to say it with Amelia, but it's true. Once you've seen like 600 orgies, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but like once you've seen a lot of things, they don't phase you the same anymore. And so unless I'm personally running a gangbang, I've seen enough gangbangs for, for a while, you know, unless they're my own, but that seems like a pipe dream. So, you know, one I, day, one I, day, I'm I'm short, but that's okay. <laughs> no, one day we're putting it out there. We're manifesting it. We're yeah, it's going to happen. We'll see. I'm very picky, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. Okay. And I'm going to run it. I'm going to learn from my, from, um, from you. I'm going to be your protege and I'm going to run. That's my, my dream too. Now. I like it because think about what if there was two of us, what if there was someone else in the, in the scene who would be like, Hey, I know how to help in this situation, you know? Yeah. It's valued, man. Especially when there's a girl there who doesn't have a friend with her and she's trying to have a fantasy. That's very vulnerable, right? You would want to make sure someone's looking out for you. So I got you. I got you beautiful. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, story time for DTF night at Oasis. It was fantastic. And uh, yeah, so stay tuned for another episode coming in next week. Bye.